You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we talk about the power of transition with Beverly Giroux. Making a transition or know someone who is? Stay tuned. We've got some great ideas for you. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today, we are talking with Beverly Giroux. Beverly Giroux is a friend of mine. I just met her recently at a conference, but we've actually known about each other for a long time because we work in some of the same professional circles. She's a professional educator, licensed massage therapist, personal trainer, and a life coach. She's the author of Ethics and Professionalism for Massage Therapists and Body Workers, and specifically, she's focused her studies and career development on creating a holistic, integrated approach to training. She's also trained as an engineer. Welcome, Beverly. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much. Thanks for the invite. Glad to be here. I am so glad you're here. So recently, we were having a conversation just about careers, where we are in our lives, what we're looking for to, you know, see in the future, what we're thinking about, what we're going to create with ourselves. And you're a very experienced and well-trained and educated professional. And we were having this conversation and we're asking some of the same kind of questions or expressing some of the same kind of thoughts. But first of all, would you just tell our audience a little bit about yourself, like where you are now in your life? Kind of just paint us a picture of where you are. Yeah, I'm... Now in my life, I live in Tucson, Arizona. I have been living here for 27 years. That doesn't mean I haven't changed anything while I'm here. Um, Started out as a a full-time mom when I got here. Um, Had finished a career as a civil engineer. Didn't realize I finished it, but found out once I got here. And um, became a massage therapist and went on to huge things from there, which I never expected. And have recently sort of shut all that down and and come back to being, I want to put in air quotes, just a massage therapist. Right. Because Um, you, you are huge. I mean, you were important in the massage community because you helped develop test questions for professional training. Yeah. You know, you've done some other really important things. You've written a really important book on ethics. You've done a whole bunch of things that are really like the big picture part of the massage profession. Yes. Right. And you were expanded in that state. And now you're back into the solopreneur, private practitioner experience. And so you've seen the big picture of the massage Mm -hmm. world and then the individual picture of the massage world. Right. Right. And I mean, I was just going to ask you, because this isn't on our list of pre-questions, but Uh how do you think the field has changed over the years? What do you think's changed in the massage therapy world? What's the same? What's the same? What's the same? Yeah. I think the same is that there are a lot of people very passionate about the massage therapy industry and passionate about quality, um, passionate about quality of education and still, still striving and still working towards that high level of quality, that excellence. Yeah, I agree with you. 
what's changed is we've all had to do a major pivot with COVID. Yes. The, the, the therapists, the educators, massage educators, yes, for sure. massage administrators in schools mm-hmm. and you know, test administrators. Um, and yeah. also um, the clients, right. They've also had to make a lot of changes. So that's been huge yeah. for a lot of people is COVID a lot of us have changed the way we do our practice or our sanitization procedures or processes. Yes. And a lot of people left the business because of COVID, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, that's making me very busy right now. <laughs> right? Because I'm back yes. and ready to go. Yes. So I'm so lucky to have clients who have stuck with me for 23, four years, um, but also able to receive clients now who have lost their massage therapist. Oh yeah. I so I'm feeling got, really, really lucky and happy. And it's fun to see new people and new um, challenges. And, and also I've learned uh, a bunch and gone through life coaching school. And that's always been, it always meant to be an enhancement to my social, my, my skills with people leadership skills and um, being able to educate and, and help. Hey everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. And that's fantastic. So you, you yeah. bring all these skills when you offer treatments to people, they're lucky to have you because a lot of people have left the business. And for those of us who are still in the business, it has made us extremely busy. I think it's the busiest I've ever been. And the busiest a lot of my other colleagues have ever been is right now because people need the support. They need the care and, you know, they need all of that. However, you're also looking big picture coming up in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us have been doing massage 20 plus years. How many years for you? I think it's, it's closing in on 24. Yeah. And I'm, I'm at 27. So a lot of us over 20 years, we're looking at what can we do long-term? Are we going to keep doing what we're doing? Are we going to make modifications? Yes. What are we going to do to make a difference but still have the life we want to have. Yeah, I still want that life. Right? Um, yes. So I planned. I okay. planned. I mean, I had a job um, as an administrator and educator for a, a, a very excellent massage therapy school. And um, during the course of that time that I was there, I was planning for a time when I would leave. And I didn't know when that was going to be. I was hoping it wasn't going to be yet, (laughs) but circumstances were such that I made the departure and here I I am being thankful that I planned. And, um, you know, like I said, the life coaching training was something I did during COVID Um, because the school was down, we were closed for the most part. I didn't want to get to the end of 2020, 2021 with nothing to show for myself, really. Right. And, uh, you know, many of us know teaching adults is, is fun and challenging. And in my position, supervising and, um, you know, helping many, many people, I felt like I wanted to be better 
at navigating challenging situations, be better and more prepared and more helpful to my staff, my students, my clients. And uh, so it was meant to be initially for supporting my job and then long-term to come back home and have a practice doing massage therapy and life coaching. Right. So that's what I'm doing. I know. So you made the transition. I mean, you got through COVID. I mean, a lot of businesses changed what they were doing. They, a lot of people were let go or people had to leave because the businesses closed or things happen. And a lot of us had to pivot last minute, or we might've had an exit strategy in the back of our mind somewhere hovering, you know, in our subconscious mind waiting. Yeah. And then it's like, uh Oh, now's the time to implement that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, you, that's really what happened. Um, yes. And I, I kind of yeah. want you to take us through, if you don't mind, hmm. I want you to take us through some of the thoughts or feelings about going through transition. Cause today's theme is yeah. the power of transition. That's what our theme is today. Mm-hmm. And because yeah. I know other women are going through it. I know they are. And so, you know, we, we kind of want to be there for you ladies to have you think yeah. about like what you know, the things you're thinking, you're not crazy for thinking them. So we're going to kind of share some of our thoughts about like what it going through transition are. And so what, what do you got Beverly? What do you yeah. got? <laughs> well, I, I guess we can hone in on my latest transition because, um, you know, this isn't the first one I've made, maybe it'll be my last one, but I don't know. Um, it's about leaving a big position that I let define me. Uh huh. And coming back to something that I am, I know I'm very, very good at. I feel very comfortable. Um, I feel very confident about it. Mm-hmm. I certainly know that one of the things that keeps me okay is that I always land on my feet. And sometimes I need people to remind me of that. Like, and then I go, oh, yeah, that's right. I always do. Um, but it's losing that thing that you think defines you. Yeah. So a lot of us, we have this, Mm -hmm. especially, you know, a lot of women who have been in a career for a long time, they think they're at their apex, right? So they have status. They, some of them have income. Some of them have like benefits, you know, maybe they have a whole group of people that looks up to them. So they have an established role as, you know, the, the, the person that disseminates knowledge, wisdom, or guidance or leadership, right? So you're kind of like playing a big role, right? You're in this big role. And I've been through this exact same transition as well. So Mm -hmm. I can totally relate. You're in this big role and all of a sudden you're not in a big role. You're just by yourself. And you're kind of like, where's all the people? Where'd they all go? (laughs) And where's all my status? And where's how I define myself? And where's Where's like, where are my benefits? And where's that income I was looking at? And yeah, what happened everything, right? Yeah. And it's been interesting because it's also with this transition, I'm, I can, I could say that I'm slowing down a little bit too. I'm 60, not done yet. Got another run in me, obviously, but mm-hmm. I, I am slowing it down and I'm finding success in the areas of my life that I wasn't even able to pay attention to. That's powerful. And that's where I'm have to keep reminding myself, like, look at, look at what you're doing now that you could never have done. Look at the relationships you're having now that you could never have had traveling. What in my case, 
to another part of the world for significant periods of time. Um, but it's been difficult to be all right with that and to allow myself to be ha as happy as I, I'm, as, I'm happier than I've ever been. I'm the happiest yeah. in, my, in my whole life. And I'm thinking to myself, well, is that all right? Can yeah. I, is that yeah. okay? Because I'm really not doing all that stuff I used to do. I'm not overachieving. I'm not the big boss. I'm not all these things. I'm happy. And can I, you know, am I mistaken? Should I be doing something else? Or what does everyone else think? And what happened to that, you know, hustle, 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 you know, the, the hustle all the time. So we're going to take a quick break and we come back. I want to talk about happiness a little bit more because this yeah. is really a big deal. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back, everybody. Okay. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness or massage we have online and in-person courses for you find us on facebook at hubbard education group that's hubbard education group or go to www.arielhubbard.com that's www.arielhubbard.com and if you're on clubhouse you can find ariel hubbard by looking up ariel hubbard a-r-i-e-l-h-u-b-b-a-r-d And we're back. So we were talking about happiness with Beverly Giroux <laughs> and the power of transition. So you said you're happier now than you ever have been. The mm -hmm. hustle isn't there as much. And the big mm -hmm. boss role isn't there, but the happiness is there. Mm -hmm. Do you know what, do you know what that's about? Do you know how yes. that created? What yes. yes. <laughs> I want to know. I just had a conversation with, um, someone very special to me um, yesterday about this very thing. And one of the things that I've received a compliment from them about is that I am very present. I'm here when I'm with you, I'm right here. And there is no, and the reality is there are no other channels running in the background. I don't have the school channel running. I don't have the director, you know, position channel running. I don't have all the channels running. I am present. I am here. And being present is very joyful. It's, it's how I find my joy. And isn't that funny? Because, you know, all those meditation masters spent have all those years telling us the same stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's cool how we can come upon it just by living life. And we go, oh yeah, being present. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That engenders internal peace. Oh yeah. That's kind of mm -hmm. cool. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you, got and, to, you got to it like naturally. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And when I cleared all this space out of my life, then the other things I wanted, namely, you know, special relationship showed up. That's awesome. And I was available and ready to go. And it's, it's been great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Kind of like cleaning out the garage of your life. Mm -hmm. right? right. And getting all those, little, those boxes off the shelf. Yeah. yeah. And then it's nice and clean. You can put a nice new car in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm using some yeah. Freudian and I mean, sorry, Jungian Im imagery because Jung always talked about vehicles in your dreams. 
representing your life. So this shiny new car is coming into the garage of your life. <laughs> Was I the one who said that to you? No, 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 oh, because no. I have dreams about my car all the time. Oh, you never even told me that. That's yeah. hilarious. I just, and I usually I've, I can't find my car. Like, and I'm, and it's a really a big deal because my car represents your life, my, my life, my ability to, to get around my ability to own a, a, a car. I, I don't know. I, I could go into, you know, all kinds that of that. That is so things. juicy. So then the question <laughs> is, has, has the dream changed recently where you can find your car? I haven't had any dreams where I've lost my car. I, but I also haven't had any dreams where I've lost it and found it. So I'm not dreaming about my car anymore, basically. Well, but that says something that right there. Yeah. I mean, it does. Yeah. It says something that your yeah. your 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 subconscious is processing mm-hmm. something else, which yes, is probably being is- happy, being happy yeah. and present. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for people who are out there, you know, thinking like they might want to make a transition. I mean, did you ask yourself any questions when you were going to go through your transition? Were there any things going through your mind when you were thinking about going through a transition? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so it was something that, again, I, I thought was far off in the distance. Um, but during the process where it became clear to me, it didn't become clear to me overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, there was I, a hell of a lot of suffering for me to make the decision. Um, and I had a life coach help me through it. Um, couldn't have done it without her. And it, in the end, the, the, the theme that I found underneath of everything was the same theme that has sort of been my issue and my challenge for life is um, it's about picking right relationships, picking healthy relationships, picking relationships that are healthy for me, picking relationships where I feel respected, where I am respected, where I'm valued and not choosing situations that are the opposite of that. And that's a big thing. And you're not just talking romantic, you're talking professional. No, yes. Yes. And what you just said, probably a lot of women have the same life lesson or opportunity, which is they're being presented with what they don't like with, you know, the sexism, misogyny and advantage taking that a lot of women experience in their careers and they're going or in their relationships. It's all those things, personal, professional or spiritual even. And going, hey, this isn't okay. This isn't working for me. I need something where I'm valued, respected, listened to, appreciated, heard, received, gotten, understood, yeah. and paid well. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? right. Yeah. And yep. so, so it was about leaving the last unhealthy relationship of my life. It's significant. When I closed down a business that I'd had for about 10 plus years, I realized that I had a lot of dysfunctional relationships Mm -hmm. that I needed to let go of and that things, there were things that just weren't working and I needed to change my own patterns and I needed to change the patterns of what was happening and those experiences I was having with people. And I decided I need to shift that into something else. 
I also recognized that I knew my marriage was going to end. I knew I was going to end up being a single parent. I knew that I couldn't continue working 55 hour work weeks for 15 years. And I knew I needed to do the same thing, which is I needed to shrink things down to being a solopreneur again so mm-hmm. that I could um, have my life and spend the amount of time that I could spend and still be able to parent. Because yeah. as you know, and a lot of women know, it takes a lot more time as a single parent than it does as a yeah. parent and, as, and, a, and a dyad, it just does. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot more time. So I had to make all these adjustments like, oh, I can't play this role anymore. I have to change my role into something else mm-hmm. so that I can move forward and not lose my mind. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was my transition about seven years ago. Yeah. And, and yes. if I could just offer, um, because I feel compelled to do this, you know, the last job, which I just said was the last, you know, unhealthy relationship I was in was, was an amazing, amazing experience. I spent 10 years doing something that was really in so many respects, my dream job. Yes. And I got to do so many creative and cool things. And I learned and I grew up and I wouldn't trade it. Right. I couldn't do without that experience. Um, But, you know, through the course of learning and growing up and, you know, going through life coaching school and and being able to become more clear about myself and and things, then, you know, then as I changed. Well, you knew you needed to make a transition. You you needed, there's things weren't working and you needed to shift something. So you decided to make a transition, which is a normal part of the growth process. Right. So yeah. I, I would say that when people are thinking about making a transition, mm-hmm. they need to trust their intuition. They should start, yes. um, definitely recommend that they start looking at what else they could be doing. I'm going to recommend a book for people. It's called what colors your parachute. And mm-hmm. the reason why is it's been published for years. They have exercises in there to have you look at your career I'm talking about career right now and Mm -hmm. look, look at all the things you've done, your skill set, and see how it applies to other careers. Cause sometimes people get stuck in their heads about what they could think they're doing right now. Mm -hmm. The way the job market is, it's an ideal time for women to change and choose their careers. And I've actually encouraged several people that I know to go for it. And some people like women, especially sometimes they have that kind of loyalty to workplaces where they really, it's not in their best interest. And then they feel guilty about trying to get a different job. And I tell women, don't feel guilty, trust your intuition. And, you know, look at, look at some of these opportunities you have and see if you can create something for yourself. I also recommend people to go get life coaching all the time, because if you, if you need a transition, but you don't know how to do it or where to go to, you should get a life coach. I agree. 100%. 100%. Yes. Right? Because yeah. that's what helps you get through it. It just helps yeah. us get through things that we might not be able to break through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so where you are now, you're in a different space. You're happy. Mm-hmm. You're, mm-hmm. you know, you're present. You're having some really cool things going on in your life. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> So it sounds like this was a really good process for you. Absolutely. So um, 
what yeah. would you tell women? Like if they were thinking about, I need to leave something, my job, my relationship, mm. where I'm living, like it's something they know they need to change something. What would you tell them? Um, well, obviously if, if it feels big and more than you're sort of able to manage, seek out something like a life, somebody like the life coach, it can yeah. be so helpful. And I'm not just plugging life coaching, but I, you know, I have had a life coach for many, many years. Um, that's how I was inspired to go to school. And it, and it works for you. So that's why Absolutely. you're recommending because you have the kids with it. Yeah, huh? yeah for yep. sure. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, you said trust your intuition. And I would, I would also say yes, yes, yes. But make sure you're not confusing fear with your intuition because we often do that. Oh, that's a really good point. Thank you. That's fantastic. Spoken by my so so go go deeper and when you get these whatever feelings. You know, people think they have this feeling in their gut and they're the impending whatever. Oh, I can tell my good my that might be intuition. Yeah, that might be fear. Yeah. Um but yeah, confidence, have having faith in yourself and uh, you know, do the do the research, do the work, get yourself prepared. Just make a crazy, you know, harebrained change. Um, at least I don't without having some preparation and, and preparation is a really good thing. I mean, like if you're gonna move, make a couple trips to the place you're gonna move yeah. to. Make sure mm-hmm. you really like it. Go meet people mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. talk to people, find out if that's actually your jam. Yeah, you know, if you're thinking about uh changing jobs, talk to people who have that job in the new company you're thinking yeah. of going to. Are yeah. they happy? Find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and if you can start something before you leave the, the first thing, that's great. And for me, I ended up falling back on something that I feel very comfortable with while I started something new. So I can be a master and a beginner at the same time, which is, which is very, very just cool. It's very cool. It's stimulating. Yeah. I mean, you have the comfort of being really adept at something while you're going through the terror of being new at something. <laughs> but to go back to what you said, I think, oh, I'm new at coaching. Well, every no, single not. person I speak to go, Bev, <laughs> you've been coaching for 10 years in your form- previous position. You already have a skill set. So um, yeah, don't underestimate what you already know and, and, you know, you got to see it in different, in a different light. And having had the same job that you've had mm-hmm. running a vocational school, you could, yes. it's correct. Correct. You, you do have coaching experience mm-hmm. and you have a lot of it. You have abilities and I mean, you have a skill set. So that's where that color, what colors your parachute comes in because it helps people do yeah. these exercises where they actually really look at it and go, oh yeah, that's right. I do have that skill set. I do mm-hmm. have customer service abilities or mm-hmm. I can do telemarketing or I can talk about a beautiful room or I do have yeah. design abilities or whatever it is yeah. that people have. They can go through and look at it and check it out and experience it and, and go, yeah. oh, yeah, I do have that. And it, yeah. it helps us have that confidence uh, to to make that change that we need to make. You guys, mm-hmm. I'm going to also give you one last thing to think about. Change is part of the flow of the universe. 
you're never not going to have change. You're much more empowered if you flow with change than if you don't. And I'm going to give you a little story about that, a real quick story. So when I was um, running my last business that involved a lot of people and a lot of responsibility, I got this intuition that I needed to move. And that's scary when you have a lot of people counting on you and a lot of responsibility. You have people counting on you to achieve their goals, people expecting you to fulfill an agreement that you made, people expecting to earn income from you, right? You have all these people leaning on you. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start doing some research, which is what you had just suggested. Then Mm -hmm. I started making an exit plan like, okay, I, I think that I need to do it by this around a such and such date so that I can complete the terms of all my agreements. Yeah. I can give people enough advance notice so there's no one's freaking out and I can fulfill my responsibilities and leave in a good way. Right. Did it with integrity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it, it was very difficult, but I did it that way. Mm-hmm. Literally the day I was moving out of my business, the landlord issued eviction notices for everyone else in the building. And if I hadn't followed my intuition, I would have been evicted anyway. Yeah. But the difference is because I had a plan and did it on my terms, I had met the terms of all my agreements and finished in a good way versus not being able to finish my agreements because I was taken by surprise and kicked out on the street. Yeah. So follow your intuition. It's a really big thing. And if you get like, and not fear-based intuition, actual like, inspiration if you get that start listening to what that says like if you get like to research something go research it if you get to talk to somebody talk to somebody if your phone calls somebody call them and say hey I don't know why my phone's calling you but there's a reason let's talk about (laughs) it that's how I've had at least 100 of those conversations my palm pilot back in the days when they had palm pilots yes it literally used to scroll up and down my contact list and stop on a contact. I would call that person and they always say, I've been thinking about you. Yeah. So literally their energy was affecting that device. I don't have an explanation for it. It's just a hundred percent of the time I was thinking about you every time that happened. Anyway, that's just a fun little story. Yeah. Um, so right. what's next for you? Do you, I mean, you're going to do what you're talking about. There's some, are you thinking about doing anything else or are you feeling feelings about like what could be coming next for you? Are you looking at some of that as well? Well, to be honest, I'm still sort of exploring the old world of massage therapy at that higher level and, and looking at opportunities as they come. I have one coming up and I'm going to try it out and see if it still fits. Um, but also getting more comfortable with the fact that the things that used to fit don't fit anymore. Yep. And you know what? That's really powerful right there. I really appreciate you coming in. I mentioned in the show notes that if people wanted to find you, they could find you on Instagram, right? Yes. Yes. And Beverly, you spell your name. It's your first and last name, but how do you spell your first and last name? My first name name is with three E's, very British, B-E-V-E-R-L-E-Y, last name G-I-R-O-U-D. Okay. And so just type in Beverly Giroux. 
on Instagram. If you want to find her, that's a way to reach her. I really want to thank you for taking the time to share your personal experience with us. That was invaluable. And for all of our listeners, thank you for joining us today. Remember to move. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm so sorry. I interrupted you, Beverly. No, I think I interrupted you. It's okay. Thanks for coming in. And what do you what? Anything else you want to say to our listeners before we go? Um, show up as you. I love that. It always works out better when you do. I've never. It's always happens that way. That's when I stop altering and trying to be somebody because I think that's what they want, and just show up as me. It all goes better. It's all better. Okay, Mm -hmm. listeners, you heard it here. Thanks for joining us today. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks, Beverly. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao. Are you experiencing overwhelm, frustration, stress, or anxiety? Do you need help with insomnia? Well, contact Ariel Hubbard at Hubbard Health Solutions. Ariel offers 25 modalities to help you move forward. You can deal with the pandemic and still experience balance and calm. Contact Ariel at arielhubbard.com. That's arielhubbard.com.